Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. Have you ever wondered if it's worthwhile to focus on writing for micro-businesses? Now, by micro-businesses, I mean businesses that probably have fewer than 10 employees, businesses that probably have fewer than $2 million in sales. In fact, the likelihood is that they have maybe several hundred thousand dollars in sales, but that's it. And in many cases are solo practitioners, people who are mainly in business for themselves, or they may have a small team with them as well. But these are micro businesses, very small businesses. Is it worthwhile working with these types of businesses? Well, I know a lot of people would say no. What I would say is that any business is worthwhile to uh, work with if you can find a way to work with them effectively and profitably. And to help us understand how to do that, I just completed a terrific interview with a very successful marketing consultant and copywriter. Her name is Juliette Austin. She has been in business for well over 15 years, and she focuses on working with therapists and natural health care practitioners and businesses. And some of these businesses are very small. They may have two, three, four hundred thousand dollars in sales, and that's it. Healthy businesses, no doubt, but small businesses. And you wouldn't think that those types of businesses would be in a position to be able to afford professional copywriting services sold at a professional rate. But if you assume that, you'd be wrong because Juliet Austin has found a way to uh, work with these types of businesses very effectively, and she has for many, many years. And I know dozens and dozens of other copywriters who have achieved the same thing, working with very small businesses. So to help us understand the micro-business market for copywriters, let me segue to an interview I just did on Skype with Juliet Austin. Juliet Austin, uh, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Steve, for inviting me. That was my pleasure. Now, uh, you have a very specific uh, niche market. Uh, could you describe that, that to us? Well, primarily I work with psychotherapists and uh, other health professionals, but because I'm a former therapist myself, most of my audience tends to be therapists. Okay, and these are micro-businesses, right? Businesses that, for the most part, probably have a few hundred thousand dollars in sales or maybe perhaps up to about $2 million in sales. Is that correct for most uh, of them? I would say most of them because most of them are just seeing clients. I mean, there are some that I work with who, you know, sell products and things like that, but most of them just see clients. And uh, so, you know, most of them are probably in the, you know, 100, 200,000 at, at, the, at the most, oh, I would so say. A, lo- yeah. a lot of solo practitioners. Yeah, very much solo practitioners, solo. Oh, okay. a lot of them. So very small businesses. Okay, and why did you decide to focus on that market? Was it because your background or is it because you enjoy working with solos and business owners or 
What was your motivation? Uh, well, it just kind of it just kind of happened. I mean, because it was my background, uh, people started asking me for help, and then I started doing uh, coaching and consulting. And then I guess because I have uh, research and writer background, I kind of just fell into started studying copywriting, started helping my clients with writing their website copy, and then from there, you know, started studying copywriting, and uh, you know, it just kind of took off from there. So this is very interesting because you started off as a, a marketing consultant, right? A marketing consultant yes. coach. And then yes. you, you added, you, you obviously in that capacity, you wrote copy for clients. And that just expanded into a kind of a separate service. Because um, is it true to say that in your market you are best known as a copywriter? Even though you offer consulting yes, services, yes, I would well? say over the years I've started doing more copy copywriting. I do online courses on various marketing topics as well. Mm-hmm. So, but I would I would say that most I'm most known at this point for my copywriting. Um, it seems to be most of what people are wanting. For obvious reasons. I mean, I think, you know, people can take marketing courses online and everything now and, you know, at least learn how to market. They don't need a a coach as much. I mean, I've been doing this for like, it's going to be 18 years in January. So, you know, when I first started, there weren't a lot of consultants and coaches around for my niche. Now there's a lot more. People can take courses. So, but they can't, you know, many of them don't feel like they can write their own copy or understand even where to begin doing that. Okay, great. So uh, I, I notice a lot of marketing consultants that, that uh, focus on small businesses and even solo businesses and consultants and one-person businesses, they'll build themselves as a – I've seen the mix. I've seen some build themselves as a marketing consultant, and then they kind of offer copywriting almost like at the back end. You don't even mm-hmm. know it until you dig into their websites a bit more. And then some are very upfront about copywriting and the consulting sort of at the back end do you have a uh do you have a recommendation like what what is the best approach for uh if you offer both for the micro business market to yeah. position, position yourself as a consultant first copywriter second copywriter first consultant second or does it really matter or? well i depend i think it depends on how much business you want like what you know do you want more consulting business or do you want more copywriting business of course. and you know then that's how i would position myself and then i would you know uh, create content around whichever topic fit most for what I was trying to attract. Is that what happened to you that you found that you really enjoyed the copywriting and you wanted to get more of that business? So you decided to emphasize more of that on your website? You know, I've gone through so many phases. Uh, (laughs) Haven't we uh, all? (laughs) Yes, exactly. In many years that, you know, things change and evolve. Um, yeah, I started writing about it and then I started, you know, uh, getting asked to speak, you know, on different, uh, um, uh, courses, other people's courses. And, um, I'm struggling with the word right now. So that, you know, it's not seminars, but the online, uh, free, you know, the online free summits, that's the word I'm looking oh, for, okay. yes. you know, things like that. And, um, and, you know, I've had a blog for, you know, for, for many years and, you know, I started a newsletter early on. So, you know, I've had those things and, and I think, you know, I think the biggest thing at this point in time is that, you know, there's still, you know, people know me for that. It's, it's, a, there's a demand for that because people can't do it or it's too difficult or they don't want to do it or they recognize they don't have the skills to do it. You know, a lot of my audience doesn't even understand what copywriting is. And that's kind of been a, a unique aspect of doing it because, 
uh, I've had to, I have to educate them, right? I mean, they, they'll know that, gee, this is too much. I don't know what to write or, you know, all that. But a lot of them don't understand the principles of copywriting until I've teach them or unless they've read some of my articles or some of the other stuff that I've done. That's very interesting because, uh, and that's a very good tip for writers who want to focus on the uh, on, on micro businesses or solo businesses, is to uh, find out how much your market knows or how much that audience knows about copywriting. Because I noticed that on your website, Juliet, is that you have a, this wonderful section where you do talk about copywriting and what it is and the benefits and what's, what it's all about and why you need great copywriting and what it does. Um, and I, I, I find that really effective when I read it. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, so yeah, because a lot of uh, people, I've noticed this, you know, because of course I go to a lot of copywriter websites and re read blogs, uh, but a lot of them, if they are trying to attract clients, it's hard to know, you know, what what they're what they're doing. But I mean, a lot of them don't really explain a lot. I mean, even I always find it kind of striking that they're copywriters, and yet their copy isn't very. Um, you know, it's 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 simple, or it's not ex it's not explanatory enough. I think because a lot of small businesses also don't understand copy. It's not just my audience. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point. Uh, let me ask you this, Juliet. Um, what are some of the challenges of writing for a for small businesses or solo businesses compared to writing for larger businesses? Mm -hmm. Well, I, one one issue for my audience is uh, having a budget for copywriting, and uh, so, or or under that's one piece of it, and the other piece is understanding the value of copywriting mm -hmm. that it can really help you increase your sales. So I think those things are really important. Now, because I. Um, you know, I, I am known and if I'm doing all the copyright myself, obviously I have limited time because I'm doing other things as well. So, you know, you don't need that many copywriting clients to, to make a business depending on what you're charging. And, and for my audience, I actually charge a lot for what most of them can afford, but there's, so there's only a very small percentage of my audience that is going to want me to write their copy. But there's enough, you know, I find that I get enough based on what I do. So I think there's a disadvantage and also an advantage there. So you don't need that many if you're charging a significant fee. Yeah, and that's what I often tell copywriters is that, you know, you only really need, uh, you know, two or three or four really good projects each month to uh, to do very well, <laughs> you know, exactly. and, and to get those projects, you don't really need that many clients over the course of a quarter or a year to to uh, to do very well. So that, that's a very good point. So uh, just because uh, a larger segment of the small business market probably can't afford you, uh, Juliet, there's a smaller segment that that can afford you, and you don't need that much of that smaller segment mm -hmm. to to really have a thriving business. Exactly, exactly. Now, let's talk about pricing again because uh, I think many writers just assume that uh, very small businesses, especially solo businesses, they don't have the budget and it's not worth it at all to even even mm -hmm. go after them. I think you partially answered this already, but th does, it, does that ever kind of weigh on your mind? Do you ever think with, uh, with, with your own small business market, boy... Um, you know, I wonder if there's many more out there that can that really appreciate the value of copywriting and and are willing to pay, uh, you know, your professional rates. 
there are, there's always new people coming along and there's always, you know, there's always a certain percentage that will. So, you know, and it's, you know, we talk about this in marketing, you know, the whole thing about whether what people can afford bases what they choose to afford. Right. And, you know, yes. a lot of my clients, it's, you know, you could argue, you know, can they afford it, but they decide to make it a priority because they understand the value or they're just so sometimes it's not even that they understand the value. It's just that they just don't know how to do it or don't want to tackle it themselves. Well, and they've seen, I think having good samples of copy um, is really important to show people so that they can see it. And it's interesting. Um, I redid my website a couple of years ago and redid all the copy on it. But often I find these days, I mean, that happened before as well, but people will say, oh, I really liked your copy. That's why I hired you. So that's interesting. Yes, I think that's a very important lesson for any copywriter just starting out is that your website is a de facto portfolio sample. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know a lot of of, uh, clients that I've gotten over the years um, have never even asked to see any other samples because they, they've read my stuff on my website and elsewhere and, and they, mm-hmm. you know, they just assume that that's the kind of copywriting they're going to get. So good mm-hmm. listen to anybody listening. Make sure your website is a showcase of great copywriting because clients are going to judge your copywriting by the way you write for yourself. Yeah, and I was just thinking about the whole niche business too, like uh, you know, you can you probably have a better sense of this than me because I, you know I have such a narrow niche. But it seems to me like a, a lot of people focus on small businesses, whether it's I don't know copywriting or consulting. And to me, it seems like it's so crowded. Like I would encourage people to really consider having a sub niche like myself because there's a lot more room there, I think, than in the general small business niche. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think it's crowded generally in any of the, any of the big industry niches like like small business, uh, software, uh, you know, things like that where it's just huge industries. I think there's a lot of players. But if you drill down into something very narrow and specific like you have, uh, you're absolutely right. Sometimes you end up drilling down so deeply, you still have a healthy market and you're pretty much the only copywriter there. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, you're... you're uh, that leads me to another question. Your um, niche is very narrow mm-hmm. uh, and very defined. Do you ever do you ever feel a little boxed in? Like you've, you've been uh, involved in this niche for, I think, many, many years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, do you ever feel like, man, I just don't want to write for another healthcare practitioner, <laughs> you know, another <laughs> well, counselor? Well, I, another... I do because, I mean, there's only, you know, there's only so many ways that you can write about certain topics over and over again. Right. Um, so I do feel that at times, um, now what I, what I'm wanting to do more of is writing, um, like sales page copy. I've done some, and I, of course I do my own for specific products. There's more and more, um, people in my niche that are selling products or doing online courses. Mm -hmm. And I, like I said, I've done some of that, but I've never really, um, targeted that group or marketed that. And, uh, so I think that's, um, I find writing sales pages more, I don't know, more interesting, I think, than just website copy. So I think that that's kind of a direction I'm going to focus on just to keep myself challenged because that way it'll be more variety of think of uh, products and courses. I mean, there'll still be some uh, similar writing, but yeah, I think at this point, you know, sometimes I feel like for some of my audiences, I can almost write the copy with my eyes closed. <laughs> 
So you're looking for ways to pivot a little bit from, from yeah. your, your niche. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot exactly. of trainers and gurus in, in, in your space that sell seminars, exactly. and workshops, and programs. And those things are sold online via sales pages. So you're pivoting over there a little bit, but you're still staying within your area of expertise. Yeah, right? and you know, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed this, but it seems like a lot of the people in the you know, wellness, self, self-help, therapy, um, when they're selling products, like some of them, even some that seem to have fairly big names, sometimes their copy is really not very good at all. Mm-hmm. It's kind of surprising that, you know, that they're not, uh, either they're doing it themselves or they're not hiring very good copywriters. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I see that all the time and they're being, yeah. uh, yeah, and they're be they're growing their business based on on their uh, their platform. They're well known, yes. and also pretty, uh, pr- probably a strong direct sales thing. They have people make, making phone calls, um, but we're but they have a, there's a huge opportunity for them to create better marketing yes. copy on their sales mm-hmm. pages than that, and and really take their sales to the next level. And all right. you ha- and I find with these people, all you have to do is have a quick conversation with them about that topic. And they're 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 in, <laughs> so they're yeah. yeah. We've been thinking about that for years, Steve. You know, I, I hear that all the time. So, um, right. so there are op- there's lots of great opportunities out there, but you have to there f- are. think strategically the way you are and just look for those opportunities. Uh, Julia, this is a bit longer than ten minutes, but but fantastic stuff. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. We really really appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. So that's Juliet Austin and her insights into uh, working with very small business owners. Like she said, some business owners that she works with uh, are solos and they only have a couple hundred thousand dollars in sales. But she does very well with this group. Um, And she covered off uh, four things. There's really four takeaways that I got from my interview with her. Uh, Number one, if you're going to target the micro business market, uh, be prepared to educate that market on what copywriting is. Don't assume that everybody knows copywriting. Uh, that's the uh, thing about being in the world of copywriting, copywriting, you and I, is that we think everybody understands what it is. But a lot of people don't understand what it is. And if they do know what copywriting is generally, they may not know the value of copywriting. So it's very important on your web page Uh, on your website and in your communications and conversations with potential clients is to educate your prospects and clients on what copywriting is all about and its value. You need to educate them on what it is and the value. Basic value is that you can help your clients increase sales and get a better response to their website and get more inquiries and leads and, and get more clients. So you may need to do that if you're focusing in on the micro business market. Another uh, takeaway I got from my interview with Juliet Austin is that if you want to focus on the micro-business market, consider going narrow and focusing in on a very narrow niche market. Like Juliet said, there are tons and tons of copywriters that, that call themselves small business copywriters, and the small business market is huge, so there's, it's very crowded. But if you focus in on a very specific industry or a sub-niche in that industry, you may find yourself as the only copywriter in that industry and therefore be well-positioned to be the go-to copywriter in that tiny niche market. Uh, Believe me, uh, Juliet Austin is well-known in her tiny niche market, and she's considered the go-to copywriter for therapists and natural health practitioners. So consider going narrow. 
And another takeaway I think is very important if you're going to focus on the micro business market is that it's okay if 80% of the businesses in that market can't afford you. That's okay. Not everybody can afford a Jaguar or an Audi, okay? Um, but you, you offer a professional service and you, you need to be able to charge professional rates. So if 80% of the market can't afford you, well, that means that probably 20% can probably afford you. And you don't need that many clients to build a successful business as a copywriter. You only need a few good projects a month uh, and a few clients over the course of a quarter or a year to generate those projects for you. So keep that in mind. And don't worry if a lot of people in your target audience can't afford you. You only need a small segment of that audience that can afford you, appreciate what you do, value what you do, and are eager to hire you. So I hope you found that helpful. Uh, with my interview with Juliet Austin and tips on writing for the micro-business market. Um, I'm Steve Sloan-White, and would you do me a favor? If you have any comments or suggestions or topic ideas, please send them my way. You can reach me at steve at stevesloanwhite.com. And if you'd like to listen to past episodes of this podcast, you can do so on iTunes or at www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. Dot com. You'll find all the past episodes right there. So until next week, I'm Steve Slomwaite, and have a great week with your writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slomwaite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.